Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Welcome back to PM in the AM, a comedy podcast for listeners of all ages. This show contains the kind of humor to make you laugh out loud no matter where you're listening. Each week, we take a deep dive into some of the funniest questions, debates, purchasable items, and news stories found on the internet. My name is Porter McNeely, and I'm joined by co-host Blake Bushman as we strive, as always, to bring you guys a half hour of humor. Blake, how are you doing this week? What's been going on? Give us a little recap. Look, man, I, I'll, I'll spare our listeners, and I won't get into a full recap because I do a lot of the same stuff every week. It's not all that exciting, but it's been good. So uh, I'm excited to be back on the podcast as always, though. We're grateful that you're here, Blake. You're a big part of the show. I would say you're 55% of the show. I'm 45% of the laughs. We should do a we should do a poll like a an Instagram poll to see like who who gives more laughs. But I don't do know. Do we that want might hurt. to hurt somebody? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, is that worth hurting somebody's feelings over? <laughs> I may just retire on the spot. Yeah. It's like Blake eighty eight percent and me twelve percent. Man, I oh, think I would man. just have to give up. The yeah, dream you'd never or recover. On the bright side, uh, we can just pretend that it's you can pretend it's you and I'll pretend it's me and uh, we'll we'll just we'll live in ignorance happily. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> ignorance is bliss, baby, especially when it comes to that. All right. Well, we have a fantastic show coming up for you guys today. So we're going to get into a morning crew review, a listener submit a question, and then we are doing a bracket today. And we have the best April Fool's Day pranks ideas that we could possibly come up with you guys for you. So we're going to be doing another bracket, which we're really excited about. We've uh, scoured the internet and our brains to come up with some amazing prank ideas. So you'll definitely want to stay tuned for that. But Blake, third week in a row, got another morning crew review. How, how are we feeling about that? That. We're great, man. I I love reading these reviews. It's almost my favorite part, just because it's it's one of the few things that we get to see. You know what people think of us. We were just talking about who we think is funnier, and uh, <laughs> it's not. I mean, if the reviews are any sort of indication, uh, I just get roasted all the time. So it's not <laughs> probably not me. <laughs> but this one, this one is. Uh, it's a shining review for both of us. Five stars, as always. Nothing less for us. And this one comes in from Manly Movies. Because okay. the right dipping sauce matters. What a fun podcast that I can't believe I didn't discover until yesterday. These guys are hilarious, and I enjoy their discussion. Definitely worth checking out. Let's go. That's a great review, Blake. No shots were taken at you below the belt there, so you've got to be feeling really good right <laughs> that's now. Great. These guys are hilarious, not just Porter on this one. So yeah, that's, that's, that's a great compliment for it you, It feels Blake. great. And, and I know that they genuinely listened because they were talking about the dipping sauce, and that's something yeah. that we have debated and is very important to us. And so I think we found our target audience, people who are as passionate about condiments as we are. <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, when we posted that on Twitter, we had a couple people make different tier lists and they were just roasting our picks, which I thought we had come up with a pretty good one. And mm. and people were very passionate about that topic, as they are with some of the other ones. I guess we'll see if there's passionate about uh, April Fool's Day pranks coming up. <laughs> but yeah, we do get roasted quite a bit for this. I do like want to bring something up to you that I think is going to surprise you. So we posted the video about Beard Beer, which we did a news story where we couldn't believe that in Oregon, they're actually making beer out of homeless people's beard yeast. And so we yeah. posted a little reel about that on Instagram from a, a former episode that we did. And Blake, believe it or not, we had somebody DM us this week saying that they had tried it. Listen, guys, I hope that this, this they had tried it before because they were weird in their own right and that they you know, <laughs> weren't from Oregon and went and tried it because of the episode. I would feel bad for this person if that was the case. So I'm just hoping that this was something they went and did beforehand. 
And I also want to know, um, first of all, why? Yeah. It could taste fantastic, but the moment you know it comes out of a homeless man's face, I think that would ruin the flavor. So uh, we'll have to see if we can if we can get a firsthand account on the podcast about it or, or something, even something we can read to you guys, because I'm having a hard time believing this is something people really do. No, yeah, he said it was good, and he said he recommended it, which, I mean, neither you or me drink, so we're not going to try it. But I was just thinking, like, what could be worse than a, you know, a nice alcohol addiction than an alcohol addiction to beard yeast. Yeah, a homeless so, person addiction is rough. You know, you know yeah. hobo addicts don't make it very far in life is what I heard. Yeah, we'll have to try and find somebody else because I did attempt to get him to come on the podcast to share his experience and I think he declined because he saw the message and never responded. So unfortunately, we're not going to get that firsthand account of it, but I had to share that with the listeners because I just thought it was insane and apparently it's okay. So I'm never going to know, I'm never going to find out and I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I think there's certain things in life you can go without knowing and you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, that's one of them for sure. But let's get into our listener submitted question of the week, Blake. And this one came from Whitney on Instagram. Shout out to Whitney. I mean, that's my wife. So I appreciate Aww, her adorable. sending in this question. And she wants to know, Blake, what fashion trends would we bring back if we could bring something back? So I got to go to you first on this one, Blake. What do you got in mind? There's an easy answer to me. And, and I don't really care about clothes in general. You know, I, I go for comfort over over fashion nine times out of ten. But mm -hmm. there is one thing that was fashionable a long time ago that needs to come back. And this is well before either of us or any of our ancestors were around. Oh, and that's the oh, cloak. No. I want the cloaks. <laughs> I'm talking like Hogwarts. Like I want like, the hood, everything. I want a full on or a cape. Either one is fine. I just, the big flowy cloaks I think would look sweet and they look cozy. You can, they probably have so many pockets to hold stuff. So I think we need to bring the cloaks back. Number one priority. There's a million ways I saw this question potentially going and I did not think you were going to try and go back to the 1800s. <laughs> So props to you for that one. But other than looks, why would you choose that? Uh, well, I mean, other than looks, that takes away the first point, which is that it looks awesome. <laughs> the only point. S secondly, I do feel like there is a lot of function that what's with it. I said, you probably got big old pockets in there. You're holding so many things. You don't know what to wear. Oh, I'm not looking that great. I don't have any clean clothes. Boom, cloak. Always, you're covered. You look great from every angle. And it's probably as cozy <laughs> as it gets just because it's big, it's flowy. You know, people like oversized hoodies and sweatshirts because they're comfortable. I imagine a cloak would fall right into that category. So, but mainly <laughs> so, it's just because uh, they, they look sweet. The next custom merch drop, PM and the AM cloaks. Uh, Dude, make sure you thoughts? don't trip on it while you're walking. <laughs> and here's really the most important thing is, and this is why I said capes as well, is because in my head, you can grab at the, an edge of that thing and just... Whoosh, whip it across when you need to leave the room or anything. Imagine you're in talking to your wife. Things are getting a little heated. You're like, ah, fine. I'll, when you're ready to talk, let me know. And you <laughs> whip that cloak around. You, yeah. you don't lose an argument when you have a cloak. That's one thing I know I mean, for sure. Guaranteed to, if you wear that to every job interview, guaranteed to never have a job the rest of your life, uh, which means you never have to work again. <laughs> only if you're applying at dumb places. If a place doesn't hire you because you have a sweet cloak on, uh, you don't want to work there anyways. The Go only place you're potentially going to work. Yeah, I was going to say at Hogwarts <laughs> land is the only place that you're possibly going to have a chance and what now, a happier be... place to be I mean, 
All right, I do not agree with you on that one. I think cloaks should be left in the time that they were invented. And I'm not going to go back nearly as far with my take. I'm only going back to, let's say, you know, like 2012 to 2015 era. And I want to bring, maybe a little earlier, actually, I want to bring back the baggy basketball shorts with Nike Elite <laughs> mid-leg like calf socks. That that was my prime. And I remember, you know, getting a new pair of Nike basketball shorts that went down like an inch or two below the knee. Man, I sure felt good about myself. So I wish we could bring those times back because I got chicken legs, Blake. And the new short short trend doesn't look good on me. But if I could hide my legs under Have you some considered nice... pants? <laughs> yeah, pants are fine, but it gets hot here. I need some nice shorts, and I'm not trying to wear shorts that go way above the knee so everybody could see my... I don't even... What's that bone called? The, uh... the kneecap? Tibula? I don't want to show off my uh, tibias or whatever. <laughs> Tibula. Tibulas. <laughs> so I either got to work out and get How quads, How is anybody which... seeing your bones? You got... No, that's what I'm saying. I skip leg day, okay? I need, to... I need the long, short trend to come back. So I can oh, comfortably man. wear shorts again. There is quite possibly not a worse fashion trend that has ever been existent in the history of mankind as the baggy basketball shorts and t-shirt. Like, that is the worst thing ever. <laughs> it's basically like wearing a cloak, Blake. You don't think a cloak is baggy? Uh, you can't whoosh, basketball shorts. You can't whip <laughs> it across big enough. you. They're just, no, you, you look dumb. All right. That's, <laughs> uh, not you need, you got you need a like cloak me. to cover up your basketball shorts. That's Plus, my legs usually don't get tanned very good. And so I got nice white chicken legs. And so covering those bad boys up halfway with the shorts, halfway with the long Nike socks was prime porter back in the Again, day, you know, I, junior high era. May I interest you in pants? I'm, yeah, that's a good these, idea. These fix all your problems. <laughs> these, all these problems you're bringing up. Besi okay, name me one thing that those do that wearing pants can't fix. That's a good point, Blake. But I, I, this brings me to another question that just comes right off the top of the head. You know when you get like older and you, you progress to becoming like a dad? What mm. age... Because most dads don't wear shorts anymore. What age is the cutoff for wearing shorts? I think there's an age for for most men, and I I, oh. I want to know your opinion on that. I don't I don't know if there is a cutoff. I've seen. I think you just transition into jean shorts and cargo pants, like cargo shorts. <laughs> I don't. You don't wear nice like the the fashionable of the times shorts at at past a certain age. But uh, I mean, my dad is rocking those jean shorts still. I think there just comes a point in time where the fashion that you're wearing at that time it, it sticks you don't update your software anymore so you go in and i think that happens about about at our age i don't plan on changing my fashion uh, anymore at this point i like hoodies <laughs> i'm good yeah. i'm good with where i'm at and i i can progress forward <laughs> so does that not scare you at all thinking that you know we're kind of just stuck forever not that i really care about how i look clearly i want to wear baggy shorts but i mean we're going to become the meme that we're trying to avoid. Oh, who said we're trying to avoid it? I am ready <laughs> for the day that we don't have any kids yet. For the day that my wife gets pregnant and we have a kid, I'm whipping out those new balances, dude. I am rocking those things. I already have a pair of new balances. They're a little bit, you know, more, more fashionable to the times, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm whipping out like the big clunky, the dad 3000, the lawnmower oh, yeah. ones. I mean, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm rocking those things. 
forever, dude. I, I'm so excited for that. That is the one update to my fashion that I will make. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's a good answer to that. And, you know, I think that kind of scared me, honestly, because I don't know if I'm ready for that transition, but I might have to get me a pair of jean shorts. And I agree with you that, you know, at, at some point, owning those New Balances just to embarrass kids is, is going to be a really fun thing to do. Oh, it's great. I mean, you got to embrace it. You know, if you if you spend your life running away from the inevitable, you never live. So just grab yourself some New Balances and, and you'll be happy. Fair point, Blake. Was there ever anything you wore back in the day that now you would be embarrassed to admit? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's the long basketball shorts with the Nike socks all the way up to my knees. I mean, that is the worst fashion. I don't, don't I, tell I me wear that calf support. <laughs> I guarantee you, your calves felt so supported and my calves. Your legs felt amazing. Yeah, with my those cal- long socks holding your calves in place. I still wear long, like the white Nike socks that go up. I mean, I'm, I'm not wearing them. I'm not pulling them tight, but like I still got the long Nike socks on. So I still got all the whatever support you're getting from socks. <laughs> but I had a, like a couple of outfits in junior high that I loved wearing. And basically it was a pair of basketball shorts and a matching t-shirt. Like Nike basketball shorts and a Nike t-shirt. I loved it. And I had I had like a set rotation of like, you know, five days in the week. I had five of them every day. <laughs> like, I was and there was no mix and match? No. Well, I mean, there were some things like if it was a blue shirt, you know, I, I'd mix it up, wear some like <laughs> whatever, gray or black or whatever it was. But it, it was pretty set because I had like a yellow shirt and then I had black pants that had a, like a yellow Nike logo on it. So I wore those and, you know, all those things. And that, I could never go back to that. <laughs> the fact that I wore that around and I thought I was the coolest okay (laughs) and you're telling me you don't want this trend to come back i don't understand why blake you were cool you were comfortable you were looking fly yeah but wouldn't i rather just wear like sweatpants and a hoodie like (laughs) if i'm going for comfort Uh, there are far more comfortable things to wear (laughs) i don't know man i i just think for comfort and looks you can't find it but when you were talking about that it reminded me of a certain brand that really made the rounds when I was elementary and junior high. And if you weren't wearing this, you just couldn't be cool. And that was Aeropostale. Mm, oh, <laughs> you yeah. Remember those for shoes? sure. For the sure. logo covered your entire chest mm-hmm. and it said like Aero 87, Aeropostale. <laughs> and it was like a thick logo, like sticking out of the hoodie, like an inch and a half. <laughs> it was like a canvas cool. sheet just like sewn on. <laughs> yeah, no. I had a couple of those too, for sure. <laughs> And now I see those shirts at Ross, dude, and it's like nobody will even touch them anymore. I don't even know how that brand exists. If you walked into Aeropostale, you know, at, at in that time, I promise you, though, there was not just where there was the shirt. There was also like the brightly colored pants right with it as well. I had a pair yeah. of like, they were like plaid pants, like Ooh. green. <laughs> oh, the plaid short era. No. Yeah, it was rough. Oh. That was that was tough. That might compete with the, the the baggy basketball shorts as as top worst fashion tr- fashion trends. <laughs> no, I I agree on that one. I would say cancel the plaid short era. That that was a terrible time. You know, you had like a matching Aeropostale and some blue checkered shorts. Oh, bad you, news. Do you remember the oh, what are those shoes called that are just massive? Oh, Osiris. Yes. <laughs> Did you ever have a pair of those? I did not. No, No, I I didn't either. But I remember there was a time that like they were so cool. Yeah. (laughs) 
They were all different colors, and they were like 18 pounds oh, on man. both feet. So people were walking around just clump, 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 clump. Mm. You knew when somebody with Osiris was coming up behind you because they sounded like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> they were the dumbest <laughs> shoes ever. That and you, I think this is a little bit before our time. But do you remember uh, Jinko jeans? Do you know what those are? No, I, I, don't, I don't. Is that the ones with like the beads on them? Or not beads, uh, big buttons and white piping on it? <laughs> no, no. This is uh, <laughs> these are. Basically shorts, but that are the length of pants. There are wide enough that you could fit four people in an average <laughs> sized pair of Jinko jeans. Like you yourself, you could fit four of you inside a size that you would wear. <laughs> These were the yeah. biggest. Imagine jean shorts, but there were drag on the ground behind you. That was what Jinko <laughs> jeans were. <laughs> I'm going to need me a pair of those when I have a lawn to mow. <laughs> oh, man. These were... These were before our time, and I am so grateful for it because <laughs> those were horrendous. Basically, anything that happened from the year 1994 to about 2006, I think we just need to take that section of time and just kind of crop it out. I don't think we need any of the trends. I mean, you look at cars that were created in, the, in that time, super ugly. You look at fashion from that time, super ugly. I mean, fashion goes in a cycle. Now, you know, there's been like the 70s and the 80s and whatever has come back. Can we skip that phase? I'm, yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay without like the the studded shirt with all of the... oh. oh, I agree. That some wild times. Yeah, that was a good answer to those couple of questions. We will be right back after a brief ad with the best April Fool's Day pranks to get you guys ready for the holiday, so don't go anywhere. And we are back. We've got the worst April Fool's Day pranks, or actually best April Fool's Day pranks ideas <laughs> bracket. <laughs> I guess these would be the worst if they happened to you, though. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my my thought process of what makes a good April Fool's Day prank, it's a couple of things. It has to be easy to do. And my, really, I just want to inconvenience somebody as much as I can. You know, the, the difference between like a full-on prank and an April Fool's Day prank, I, I feel like there is a difference in the effort that goes into it. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm excited to hear what you came up with because uh, I feel like I, can, I, have, I have some good ones here that I'm excited about. Yeah, I think the key to this is that it's an inconvenience or kind of tricking them with some sort of a story, getting them to believe something that's not true. But it's not, to me, it's not like all this overboard, like it's not the biggest type of prank but it's yeah. it's still got to be good it's got to be like yeah. a little i'm thinking like jim from the office kind of yeah no 100 like, that's a really good those definition. like little simple pranks who has the first pick today porter i believe i do have the first pick in All this right. draft and so i am very excited blake when i was doing some research i actually found out that, you know, one of the best pranks of all time that has been created through the internet history is the Rickroll. So for those of you who don't know what that is, it's you get people to click on some link or something and it comes up with uh, Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. And so this is just like a giant internet meme and it's called being Rickrolled. And so what I have found, Blake, is that there is actually a telephone number that you can get people to call and they will just be Rickrolled by that telephone number. <laughs> <laughs> so for my first overall pick, I want to take, you know, faking that that person needs to make a call to this number for some reason, whether it's like 
hey, like I need you to call and, and check on this bill for me and get them to call this number so that they get Rick rolled. I think that's, the I think Rick that's roll a pretty hotline. good. hotline. I love Yeah, it. the Rick roll hotline. <laughs> I think you got to get them to call that. So that's my number that's one great. pick. That's a, that's a great one because you're, you're making somebody go out of their way to do something, wasting their time. Fantastic. I love it. <laughs> Little inconvenience, but not terrible. You know what I mean? My, my first one that I want to do is one that is... It's not really an inconvenience, and it might not even be something they notice right away, but you can do it over a period of time, and when they do notice, it will be fantastic. And that is replacing all of the pictures in your house with pictures of random people. So I'm I'm imagining... You're swapping out family photos for uh, dramatic photos of Nicolas Cage, Jack Black. <laughs> you know, I, I want that's a good one. I want pictures of random people put up where pictures of grandma used to be. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's amazing. You know, that's gonna take some creativity. That's gonna take some uh, planning and actually execution. And so I, I, I think that's a really good one as well. And there's nothing better than. Uh, you know, Blake actually gave me a terrible picture of a fish inside of a chicken smoking a cigarette for Christmas. And uh, I actually still have that picture up in my house. And a lot of people that come over, they actually see it and they're just like, hey, uh, nice picture. And you can tell that they're just being sarcastic or whatever. So I think that kind of goes along the same lines. And I think that's a great one, Blake. So yeah, good. Yeah, good my my hope is my there. hope is that they will, the, the owner of the house won't notice. And that, you know, if you're doing this at your parents house or whoever it is that they won't notice until somebody else comes over and just like that says something else to them and they begin to notice (laughs) all these pictures of nick cage (laughs) (laughs) like uh why are you worshiping nicholas cage or what's going on here that's that's a really underrated one like that's really good all right so i'm kind of torn between two here and so i'm really hoping that you won't pick this next one because i've kind of seen this one floating around the internet a little bit and so there's these stickers that you can get that says like uh, this appliance is voice activated, and I want you to put those on the toilets and sinks at your work. And so I've seen videos of people like putting it on the sink, and then you know you can just hear from the stall over like, "Please flush," and they're just yelling on. at the toilet. But yeah, <laughs> go, <laughs> please flush, and the, and you know the toilet's not flushing. And so I think that's a great way you could put it on like oh. a toaster at the office. Uh, if you've got a coffee maker at the office, just put it on something like that. And so you can just hear people screaming at appliances on April Fool's Day. I think that'd be a pretty excellent Any public to go. bathroom, go to Walmart and do this. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. That you would know? be great. And then you got free entertainment for however long you want to stay there. <laughs> I, and I mean, with some of the elderly clientele, you might hear some uh, screaming in there. <laughs> oh man, yeah. they're gonna life support's gonna be on the line, ready to go because they think somebody's having a heart these, attack. These darn toilets. <laughs> <laughs> these the technology. Good. That's good. All right, my next one is uh, this is actually one that uh, mom stopped listening uh, that I've done before. Oh no. And I don't know how much you know about spray cheese, but it's not the easiest thing to remove. It, it just kind of spreads. And so you can take that and you can line somebody's windshield wipers with spray cheese. Ooh. And then, you know, you can draw just a little smiley face of spray cheese right on the middle of their windshield. And then as they go to wipe it off, they'll just get a windshield full of spray cheese as it goes across. So, uh, that that it's easy to do, you know. You go get spend three dollars on a on a can of spray cheese, endless entertainment. So uh, yeah, just line windshield wipers with spray cheese. That's what I'm going. Yeah, and to keep this one lighthearted, make sure to do the smiley face on the windshield so they're not going down uh, the freeway and just 
smack their wipers on and all of a sudden they can't see and run into a barricade. I think Blake forgot to mention that. <laughs> that That is the goal, is to put it oh. right where they're going to see it so that they yeah. get in their car and try to turn them on right off the rip and, and can't see. That's nothing the- like taking away the visibility of your loved one on the freeway. <laughs> That's a great April Fool's Day prank, right, Blake? <laughs> uh, there we, that's a great one oh, with oh. the clarification added for the uh safety there <laughs> as i can see that one going poorly but great pick there blake all right uh-huh. moving forward i'm glad you didn't take the next one that i want to i was a little worried because i found i doubt i will <laughs> several of my research platforms i know this one was like a hard one to come up with uh, i just something was, that was coming repetitive. up with random stuff so i yeah. doubt i have any of yours <laughs> this next one is uh a little in-depth so what I want you to do is unscrew your shower head and pop in a uh, Boolean cube. Do you know what that is, Blake? It's like a beef cube or something like that, right? Yeah. And so your family member takes a shower that increasingly smells like chicken or beef as the water mm. streams down. Oh, <laughs> so okay. you're turning your family members into some chicken noodle soup or uh, beef that's stock. Rough. So that's I, rough. Think, I, I think that's a pretty good idea. I, so I've done that with uh, Kool-Aid, and I'll say that oh. now. I was That was actually on my list because I've done it before. You just take off the, the, the head of the, of, the, of the shower and put in Kool-Aid in there, and then when the water starts going through, it comes out purple. So I have done that before. I did not know about putting beef bouillon or whatever it's called <laughs> in there to make them smell like meat all day. That yes, you can get rough. like these. <laughs> because I don't know if cubes. it really changes the color of it. I right? have no I, idea. I, I can't I bet imagine it, does. it would. Because it's like a cube Maybe that like dissolves. So you put that mm. cube in the shower head, and so it's like dissolving. I bet it's like brown. I bet it comes out like a nice uh, now, if, creamy if you do brown. The, chi- the chicken one might not change the wa- the color of the water very much, or at least not like a noticeable amount. So you might be able to make them smell like chicken all day, which is... <laughs> all these dogs are chasing them. <laughs> That's good. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're not a mailman if you, if you do that one. That's and also, dangerous. make sure make sure you shower before you put it in because you you don't want a chicken beef stock yourself. That's yeah. rough. <laughs> Got to skip over that. All right, that's fantastic. Uh, my my next one here, and this is one that I haven't done, but I am interested in doing it to see the results. And I want to tape a bunch of harmonicas underneath a car. So it's so humming? That, yeah, so that when they're driving, it's... <laughs> does that work? I don't know, but I want it to. I'm imagining it does, because all it is, a harmonica, like, it just is airflow through it, and it just, yeah. you know, it doesn't need any sort of special pressure or anything else. So I'm, And the more wind blows through it, the louder it gets. So I'm imagining if you put a decent amount underneath or wherever on a car that's going to get some nice airflow in there, I bet you could get a good a good hum going. I actually love that idea. I think that would be, you know, you're going to get somebody that like flings open their car doors, like freaking out, doesn't know what it is, and they look under their car and find a harmonica. Yeah, yeah they, they, think, they think something's going wrong with their car because it's making a weird humming sound. And then they get out, you look underneath, and you got 10 harmonicas. Just, <laughs> it's all taped up. That's a so, great idea because there's no I, practical I, actual <laughs> use for a harmonica. And, you know, usually people just have one laying around that they got at some point for no reason because yeah. I think 
negative 10% of the population can ever learn how to play anything on that. So perfect use if you had an old, old harmonica. And I can't out. imagine that if, if you wanted to get a whole bunch of them, I can't imagine they're very expensive on Amazon. I feel like you could get, get like a five pack for pretty cheap. I mean, these don't need to be the high end harmonicas. So. I think that would work with kazoos. Ooh. That's <laughs> Just make it even good. more annoying. Fill the entire <laughs> undercarriage of their car with kazoos. <laughs> <laughs> that's good too that's good there's you don't there's need a, a horn when you got the kazoo mobile <laughs> everyone knows you imagine you're, you're sitting at a red light next to a guy and you have the unspoken agreement where you make eye contact and now it's a race and <laughs> you press on the gas and you just hear <laughs> <laughs> the faster you go the louder it gets so it just <laughs> i love it i'm gonna try that one this year probably well, that's a great pick. All right, my last one, I think, kind of leaves something to be desired. I don't know how good it is. What I want you to do is, do you know what a sterile cup is, Blake? Is that what you pee in when you get a drug test? Yeah, exactly. So okay. I want you to get one of those, fill it with apple juice, and carry it around all day and, and drink your apple juice out of this <laughs> sterile cup. <laughs> so you just, you're going around the grocery store looking like an absolute maniac while sipping apple juice out of uh, mm-hmm. what people think is a urine sample. So I, I think that could be a pretty good one. That's, I mean, that's fantastic. That's solid. <laughs> I I won't pick this because it's it's right along the same lines, but I had putting blue Powerade in a Windex container. Oh, yeah. So same thing. You, you spritz weird it? Looks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine you're at a, stop, a stoplight and you just look over and you're spraying Windex in your mouth. That's amazing. So... Or, or worse, uh, drinking pee, which is, which is, I don't know which is worse, pee or Windex. Uh, I, I probably wouldn't drink either. But. I don't think, yeah, I don't think either of them is good for you. But I know Bear Grylls drinks pee. I don't think Bear That's Grylls true. drinks Windex. That's true. Windex is probably more likely to kill you. Make yeah. sure you wash the bottle really well. Before you. <laughs> or your your mouth starts burning. You're like, ah, That's this is a great though. prank. I'm, this is a great I prank idea, one. Blake. Thanks. <laughs> I Just love that because me. it's it's harmless to unless you don't clean the Windex. But the, let's stick with yours that you pick. It, it's harmless to everybody else, and you're just making because if you don't know somebody, you know, and you're walking past them and they're drinking out of a sterile cup, the rest of the day you're thinking about that. You're like, what? What's that guy? What? What's going on? And you have to spill a little bit on the floor just so they can get the color. Because <laughs> otherwise it's like, oh, that's water. But you know, if you, if you spill a little bit and they think you're just real dehydrated because of the color of apple juice, that's fantastic. I love it. Mine, All right, bring us I, home with your last pick, Blake. Yeah, and <laughs> I was going to go a different direction here. But this one I just think is fun because along the same lines as that, I just know that if you did this to somebody, it's just going to make them think about <laughs> what's happening probably for the rest of their life. And I just want you to take the largest zucchini you can find and put it in a random person's mailbox. <laughs> That's there's, amazing. There's no reason to it other than the fact that if that happened to me, I would open up my mailbox and see a massive zucchini sitting in there. I would you think put, about that for a very long time. <laughs> do you put a stamp on it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to put a stamp on it. <laughs> Oh man! And First class nothing, mail. N- nothing else. A zucchini stamp. Throw it in the mailbox and make them question everything. Did they order a zucchini? No, you can't order a zucchini. Where where did this come from? You know where uh, my mind went when you said that the mail carrier like goes to pick up the mail and sees it in there. He's like, "Oh, thank you. I love zucchini. <laughs> I'm taking this home to the wife and kids. We're gonna eat tonight." So I, I mean, you kind of <laughs> maybe that would happen. Yeah. Either way, it's a great prank. 
you got to time it right, right after the, yeah. right after the mail comes. So you know they're going to get it. You throw it in there so that they can uh, they can get it. And I don't know if anybody's ever done that. <laughs> I don't know if anybody will, but it's probably the easiest prank. And the fact that. I can make some random person question their existence is, is great to me. That's a great idea, Blake. That has the Blake Bushman seal of creativity on there. Only you could come up with that, but yeah, that would be pretty dang funny if you just opened your mailbox and it's like 95% full of zucchini and then there's a couple of ads from Smith's over on the side yeah, or something. You, so You could also do butternut squash. I mean, there's yeah. there's a lot of possibilities with it, but... I, I do I'm a big fan of that one. <laughs> Did you have any uh, honorable mentions, Porter, that that were on your list but you didn't pick? So I think if you have kids, that opens up a little bit more window for the gullibility. You know, they're going to believe more things. So maybe you send them to school and you put up a for sale sign in the yard. That way, when they come home for school, they think you're moving and you're like, ah, yeah, mm, yeah, we, give we're, we're, trauma. That's we're headed to wherever the place. Yeah, exactly. Traumatize your kids. <laughs> Tell them you're moving. They're going to leave all their friends in their school. Actually, one time when I was in elementary school, they told us all we were going to have to get uh, the flu shot. And they took us down to the nurse's office and she had like a fake syringe and stuff and was like getting it all ready to go. And the whole class was in there. We were pretty dang scared. There was kids trying to. <laughs> There's kids trying to riot. You know, I was really scared of needles. So I was like, there's no way they can do this to us. America's a free country. All this, all this stuff. So that, that was a pretty good one as well. Probably not a good idea if you're a teacher anymore because of the polarizing yeah, nature of yeah, that. You, uh, might, you might lose topic. your job. In 2023, that's probably not the best. Yeah, in 2010, I mean, that was hilarious. But now, not so much. So I think those are the only... I mean, yeah. maybe replacing somebody's deodorant stick with cream cheese would be good as well because that would lead to Man, some nasty. If you if you can combo odor. that one with the uh, the shower with the soup. one. Man, you're making them into a five course meal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> what honorable mentions did you have, Blake? Do you have any? Uh, yeah, I had a couple here. One that I actually did when I was a kid, but it's not as common anymore. And I don't know. Well, like, did you ever have those little nozzles on your shower or on your sink? That were like you could lift up and spray things, and now they're kind of just like built into the sink on like a lot of the newer ones. But a lot of them had basically like a little about. a little nozzle on the sink on the side that you could pull up, and there was a hose so you could sp- spray oh, yep, whatever yep, yep. down. Uh-huh. And it was just a little squeeze. You squeeze it, and then the the water would go rather than the sink. It would go to that. But it was the same handle that turned on both of them. So you could take a rubber band and wrap it around that, so that when the, somebody went to turn the sink on, it would spray them. I did that when I was a kid, and I think I got myself with it more than I ever got anybody <laughs> else because I'd forget and just go turn it on. And just... So uh, that was one. I also have connecting a wireless mouse to a coworker's computer, Ooh, okay. and then you you just wait for them to get on. You can mess with them. Let's see here, and then also just zip ties. The world is yours when you have zip ties. Like that's true. You can you can do anything you want with some zip lines and a little bit of creativity. I mean, even just things like zip tying their keys together so they can't do that. And then when they go to grab the scissors, you zip tie the scissors together so they can't use the scissors. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of possibilities no. with zip ties. You zip tie their shoes together while they're sitting at their desk. Ooh, good, good. See, <laughs> they try to get up and they go straight over to the side. A lot, I, I don't, a lot I don't know from experience. I'm not, <laughs> I did not have a bag of zip ties in my bag in junior high. I'm not. I guess the statute of limitations is over on that anyway, but <laughs> zip ties are a great plug, I'd, I'd say. Yeah. 
So I I had to give a shout out to those just because if you have a box of zip ties, you can do the possibilities are endless. So I had to at least include them. But because it was so broad, I couldn't narrow it down to one thing that I wanted to do. So I didn't pick it. <laughs> well, I think that's a really great bracket. We're going to be posting it on our Instagram at PM in the AM podcast. So make sure you're following us there. You guys will vote along with us and choose eventually the winner, which will be the best April Fool's Day prank. So uh, make sure you're active on the voting scene there. Let us know in the comments if we missed out on any pranks that you guys think is legendary. Shoot us a DM if you've got a good one as well. Anything you want to say to the listeners before we end the show, Blake? No, that's it. I think I've said enough to get myself in trouble this one, <laughs> this, this episode, so I better stop. All right. Well, also make sure to wish Blake a happy birthday. Uh, his birthday is going to be on the 26th, so uh, oh, this boy. episode's already going to be, be out, but make sure... You guys are wishing Blake a happy birthday. Nope, We're really you, happy. You missed it. If, if you're hearing this, you missed it. So. <laughs> you're not a real one, I guess, but <laughs> go shoot him a late happy birthday DM. I'm sure he would appreciate it. We appreciate all you do for the show, Blake. The morning people love you, and we're grateful to have you. Oh, Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace out. Congrats on making it all the way to the end. We hope you enjoyed the show. You are now officially part of the PM and the AM fan base, the morning people, and we are super pumped to have you here. Now that you're a part of the crew, please share the episode with a friend and make sure to check out the rest of our shows and social media content for more hilarious brackets, crazy questions, and an overall great time. Thanks for listening. It truly means a lot to us, and we'll catch you guys next week.